It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm James Erpine, and welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Friday, coming to you from the interview room at Paul Brown Stadium. Sorry for the echo. I know it's not studio quality, but uh, it is going to have to do for now a lot to get to on today's show. You're going to hear from Tyler Eifert today on his health. He talked with the media today. You're going to hear every bit of it, plus Jeff Driscoll. I think Jeff Driscoll, Matt Barkley, I think that's interesting. I talked one-on-one with him. I talked one-on-one with Nick Vigil, who is going to be a big part of this defense, at least for the first four weeks of the season, maybe even farther than that. Uh, So a lot to get to today. I want to start with Tyler Eifert. But first, follow on Twitter, at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Also on Twitter, like I said, at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals. And at LockedOnBengals.com right now, you have a complete recap of day one, a bunch of video. You have video of John Ross, two different angles of his 50-yard touchdown catch from Andy Dalton. And I will say this about Andy Dalton. I know I'm known as the Andy Dalton hater. I've nicknamed him Blandy Dalton for a reason. He looked pretty good yesterday. Deep ball was working. Uh, Josh Malone looked good yesterday. I wrote about him at LockedOnBengals.com. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I will say this. It will be interesting to see if Brandon LaFell is around come week one. Because if Josh Malone and Tyler Boyd and John Ross and A.J. Green are all around and impressing... And then you got Cody Core and Alex Erickson, maybe Auden Tate, who's the seventh round pick. I don't know, man. I could see $4 million. Brandon LaFell falls to the fourth or fifth option, or fourth or fifth wide receiver. I could see him being potentially on the chopping block. Now, I get it. The Bengals value his presence in the locker room, they value his presence in that wide receiver room. Just throwing it out there. I think that that's a possibility. I will also note for those of you that didn't check it out, and this is why you should read what I. Uh, I write at LockedOnBagels.com because I won't be able to talk about it all um, on the podcast. But Cedric Away, he did play right tackle yesterday. He also started at right tackle yesterday. So take that for what you want. There's also good tidbits of of Billy Price and more on the website at LockedOnBagels.com. But let's talk about Tyler Eifert. Because yesterday I felt like some fans melted down. Others found humor in Eifert being injured. And... The reality is, is it's not as big of a deal as you think. As of now. As of right now. A month from now, huge deal. Right? If he's still on the pup list three weeks into to the preseason, that is uh, very worrisome. But, but he talked with the media earlier today. And uh, I was there. I asked him about playing in the preseason. Dan Horde asked questions. Uh, multiple other reporters asked questions. So without further ado, here's... Dan Horde asking Tyler Eifert about his health earlier today in the Bengals locker room. So you knew how people were going to react yesterday, I guess. Well, what do you want people to know about the likelihood you're going to be good to go? Um, I mean, I'll be good to go. I'm just just starting on pup list for right now, but uh, I'll be I'll, I am fine, and I I'll be fine for the season. 
Was it your choice to start this way, or was it recommended that this would be best long term? I think it was just a collaborative decision, and um, just to start, this is the way we decided to start it and go from there. In order to save wear and tear, what's the thinking behind starting this way? Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been with the team for those uh, that little period that we had off, so I think give the give the team a chance to gauge where I'm at, and then uh, along with just kind of, I guess, easing easing my way into it. I guess, even though Nick put me through a ridiculous workout yesterday. <laughs> How eager are you to get full go again and be out there with them? I'm, uh, I'm just super excited to, or I will be excited once I get out there. But I'm just anxious to get back out there and um, just been a while, you know, just kind of tired of just sitting around watching. But uh, I put myself in a great position right now, in shape and, and ready to go. So uh, I'll be fine. What have your conversations been like with Bill with this new playbook? How do you feel like you can fit in there? Yeah, I mean, I'm still in all the meetings and everything, so I, I've got all the plays down. and um, I mean, We have a lot of the same plays. They're just called different. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'll fit in, fit in wherever, and I'll be fine. You mentioned it a little bit that uh, sometimes the rehab workouts can be more strenuous than practice at dead times, you know, lulls in practice. You know, where you can stiffen up or whatever, so is it better at this stage to be in that role where, mode where you're just continually working it and stretching it and all that? Yeah, I mean, this is as much like stretching and core work and extra work that I've ever put in just to, you know, doing everything I can to protect my back and make sure there are no other issues. So, um, you know, I feel good and it's just the, the route we're taking, but. When I am out there with Nick on the other field, I try to push myself so that when I do get into practice, that you know I'm well conditioned and where I need to be. And is there, you know, there's that fine line. You can be in shape or whatever. But then there's football shape. You got to get the, you know, connective tissues, you know, ready, oh, yeah. calloused, and all that kind of stuff, right? So you got to balance that a little bit. The pushing and pulling of football. Yeah, I mean, you can run and do as much as you can, but once you get into practice, I mean, you're always going to get that initial football soreness out and just getting back into football shape so uh, that'll be that'll be a process as well you've done this for a while how much football do you need before the start of the regular season uh, I, don't, I don't know what the, the number or the reps or anything but uh, I definitely need to get back out there and uh, get some reps get some plays full speed you know it's been it's been a while now so uh, just I don't know what the number is, but I definitely need to need to get back out there. Do you expect to be on the field this preseason? Uh, I don't know. I'm just taking it one step at a time. We have honestly haven't even talked about it, but uh, right now I'm on the side field. But I'll eventually be back to practice and then uh, figure out the preseason games. Are you trying to be smart, cautious? How would you characterize? what the approach is smart I guess I mean training camp is something that you know it's part of every season and you have to go through it and you gotta you gotta grind through it and get better but I mean obviously everyone knows all the surgeries I've had and all that so I think just being smart about it and there's no games being played right now that even matter 
even in the, I mean, obviously they matter. You're working on your skills and all that stuff, but they don't count for anything. So just um, trying to be smart. So that's Tyler Eifert, and that was earlier today in the Bengals' locker room. And for the most part, makes sense, right? Here's what I think is interesting and, and probably most interesting about Eifert. The lack of communication. Like, I've speculated on this podcast on my radio show on ESPN 1530 that maybe they just, they're taking it slow with him, that the goal is to get him out there ready for week one, oh, take it slow this week, next week, not playing preseason game number one, be full pads preseason like game number two or before game number two, and then play in preseason week number three, and that's it. And I think that would be enough. But when he said, no, we haven't really talked about it, I'm sure they have a plan. I'm sure he wants to be out there. It sounded like he wants to be out there now. Uh, it's a little more concerning now, hearing that stuff, honestly, than it was before. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it, it just is. The reality is, is you're talking about Eifert, a guy who's been banged up, and he did go very hard in practice yesterday. I mean, he had a really good workout. Every time I looked over, he was running or he was doing something uh, to, to get in shape. But you heard Dave Lapham there, football shape. And at some point, he's going to get on the field. He's going to have to get on the field if he's going to play week one. He said he's going to be on there, uh, out there on week one. Well, shouldn't that mean he's playing in the preseason? And that would be game number three. three the, week three is the of the preseason. That's the game you play in. He's not going to play against Indianapolis the next week. You know, no starter should, honestly, because they play him the first week of the year. So it will be interesting to see uh, what happens with Eifert. And, and it's it's a training camp uh, storyline now. It is. And there's no way, again, I'll repeat this, there's no way the Bengals play any of their starters, really, the fourth week of the preseason. Against the Colts, who they play the very next week. It just it would make zero sense. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. And make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com. Up next, you're going to hear from Nick Vigil and my conversation with Jeff Driscoll as the Locked on Bengals podcast rolls on. But first, a word from Nordic Track. I'm sure you've heard of Nordic Track. Sometimes you don't and you're not able to make it to the gym. I totally get it, especially in the winter. The last thing I want to do is wake up early like I did today and and get any kind of exercise in that involves going outside. You can work out at home. You can do group classes at home, and it's all because of Nordic Track. They have treadmills. They have exercise bikes. They have incline trainers. They have strength training, and you can join high-energy streamed workouts any time of the day without stepping out the door. Streamed workouts in studios, exotic destinations around the world. You can run through the streets of Paris with Nordic Track. You can end with cross-training on the shores of Thailand or walk out on the African safari. Workouts are led by the world's top trainers to ensure you meet your fitness goals. There's a special offer for you just for listening to Locked on Bengals. My listeners get $75 off your Nordic Track purchase by visiting nordictrack.com slash locked on. All you got to do is do that, nordictrack.com slash locked on, and use the offer code locked on. Again, that's N O R D I C T R A C K dot com slash locked on, and offer code locked on during checkout to save $75 off your purchase. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. You know, I really do. I'm very interested in how the Bengals address the backup quarterback position. Will it be Jeff Driscoll? Will it be... Uh, a guy like Logan Woodside, seventh-round pick, or would it be the favorite who I think most people consider the favorite in Matt Barkley? Today I had the opportunity to sit down with Jeff Driscoll. We talked for a few minutes about the offense. We talked uh, about the competition. Let's be honest, since he's been here, he hasn't had to compete for... I mean, he's competed for a roster spot, but he's not competing for a job. And I can't imagine the scenario where the Bengals keep Driscoll and Barkley on this team. So I caught up with Jeff. I asked him a multitude of things. Here's my conversation with Bengals quarterback, Jeff Driscoll. Does this training camp feel any different for you? Because not that you weren't competing in previous training camps, but this year it's obvious that the backup quarterback job is kind of up for grabs. Um, I mean, it may be a little different from that perspective, but you know, I feel like every day I'm on the field, whether it's OTAs, training camp, during the season, um, getting offensive reps or running a scout team, I'm out there competing. So um, I think my mindset is similar, um, but at the same point, I mean, I, I, everything's not set in stone, maybe like it has been in the past, um, but like I said, I'm going out there competing regardless of um, where I am on the depth chart, you know, that's not really up to me, so that's not of my concern, so just going to go out and prepare and uh, compete and, and do what I can to play it um, the best I can. How is your health at this point? I'm good. Good to go. 100%? Just 100%. Good. Good. Yeah. That's good to hear. As far as this new offense under Bill Lazor, mm-hmm. I, I've talked to a few guys who said it's a little simpler. Obviously, no offense is simple for the quarterback. Sure. What, what are your impressions of Lazor's new offense? Yeah. Um, I think um, when we first installed it back in the spring, there was some carryover, but, uh, but a lot of differences. And it's like, like anything when – when something's presented to you at first, it seems a little bit overwhelming. You know, why are we doing this this way? But once, you know, once we had a little time to look at everything and um, once once everything was explained, um, it really makes a lot of sense and uh, everything has a reason for it. And uh, I think that's what guys really like. They understand why they're doing stuff, not just doing it. So um, everything's really fitting together nicely. And, um, you know, we just want to build on momentum that we've uh, gained throughout OTAs. And, uh, you know, and day one. I know Matt had some experience with uh, Bill's offense sure. in Philadelphia. Is that, does that help to learn, learn an offense like that, knowing that he, he's been in that system at all? Is it, is it a help to you or help to Andy? Um, I mean, I think every year offenses are different. I don't think there's ever been an offense that's exactly the same two years in a row. But, um, I mean, we all have our famili- famil- familiarities, I guess, <laughs> with uh, – with with Coach Laser and how he calls how he calls things and um, you know we all just we all agree that um, he's going to put guys in the best position to succeed 
and um, you know that's that's what we're excited about. That's all you can ask for as a player. Have you noticed a difference uh, from year one to year two and John Ross, Josh Malone, some Joe Mixon, some of the players drafted last year on this offense? Sure. I mean, anytime that you get talented guys like those guys who are uh, extremely talented, and you get them reps, and you get them comfortable, and you get them in uh, in meetings every day, they're just going to continue to to improve, uh, which they have. And uh, I'm just excited for those guys to go out and uh, and take a take a leap this year. But um, you know, they all look really good. Jeff, I appreciate the time. Good yeah. luck with camp. Yeah, thank you. That was my first time talking with Jeff Driscoll, especially one on one. Maybe we did in a group setting when he was signed, but uh, I didn't feel like he felt like he was under a lot of pressure. And we'll see because to me, they're not going to keep both. In fact, the more I think about it, the more I think the Bengals should consider looking at a Teddy Bridgewater, looking at a, a backup to be, if they can be had by trade. I know I read yesterday in New York that the Jets are open to trading him. Now, that being said, open to trading him could mean they want a first-round pick for him, which obviously the Bengals wouldn't do. And, and so it'll be interesting. Matt Barkley has the experience in Lazers' offense. Driscoll kind of shot that down as being an edge. Uh, I, I did a, asked it in a roundabout way. But, but the reality is, is Driscoll, is going up against a guy who wasn't in the NFL last year. And so I get it. Jeff was hurt, and it was just as much the team's fault as anyone else because they played him at wide receiver. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I That's one of the, the camp battles I've got my eye on, and, and I don't think as many people are talking about it, at least talking about it as much as they should. Up next, my conversation with Nick Vigil. But first, it's time to talk about sex. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue, bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast. Boom! You can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. You don't have to have an in-person doctor's visit. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free with our special promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Locked On to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I think Nick Vigil is going to play a a giant role in this team, especially early on. Look, you're talking about a team, and and I asked him about this. It's a good blend of veteran linebackers and then young athletes. And Vontez Perfect is in the middle, right? But but Vontez Perfect obviously out for the first four games. He's, He's an athlete. He's not young anymore, but he's certainly not old. But you got Vinny Red. Then on the flip side, you got Malik Jefferson, who's a freak athlete, but certainly needs some grooming. And Nick Vigil now, year three, 
I think there's some pressure on him to perform, especially with Vontez Perfect out. Here's my one-on-one conversation with Bengals linebacker Nick Vigil. How'd your offseason go? Uh, it went well. Um, I mean, it was, uh, you know, had a little setbacks there in the season, uh, so did a lot of rehab. Uh, you know, a lot of core strengthening. Um, and, uh, you know, right now my body feels really good. So, How's your health? It's, uh, it's good, 100%. Um, just, yeah, my, like I said, my body feels really good. Uh, I'm just ready for the season. As far as the new defense goes, mm-hmm. you've been talking about uh, Terrell Austin coming in. I keep hearing about how aggressive he is. How do you think you fit into to his new defense? Yeah, I like it. I like uh, some of the things we're doing to kind of help out on things that we got, you know, beat on last year. Um, and just the mentality uh, you know the whole defense and and coach Austin you know he's he's uh, he preaches about turnovers if you want to win in this league you got to get turnovers you got to give the offense you know more possessions um, and yeah just the little things that we're doing you know with 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 the schemes in our defense you know I like a lot so in the locker room with uh, Nick Vigil as far as it's in, really since you've been here the linebacker room's kind of transformed you still have the the veterans like Vinny Ray yeah. Preston Brown is established in this league Vontez perfect we also got Jordan Evans you, you got uh, Malik Jefferson so, some younger uh, athletic players uh, what's it like to be a part of a a good mix in what it seems like a more athletic linebacker core yeah I think we got a lot of guys who can play a lot of different positions uh, a lot of guys who are very versatile um you know, like you said, you got guys like Vinny and Vontez and Preston who have been playing them for a while and, you know, had a lot of success um, and, are, and are proven guys. And then there's, you know, the younger guys that, you know, uh, they're coming to the league. they got a lot of talent, a lot of upside, but, you know, it's a lot of learning and you got to learn it quick. So uh, I think we've got a good group. I, you know, I think, uh, I think a lot of guys will play in a lot of different positions this year and uh, it'll be exciting to see. I mentioned this before we started this, but I think your hair, it's Pro Bowl hair. <laughs> yeah. What made you decide to grow it out? Uh, my girlfriend actually is the one who, really? it was her idea for me to grow it out, and I'm sure that she's regretting it now. Really? Why? Yeah. Why You steal her hair ties or something? No, I, no <laughs> just the way it looks, man. It's like an afro. So. Oh, so she doesn't like it? She doesn't say nothing. Okay. Do you like it? It doesn't You're bother sure. me. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. But I've never had long hair before, so it's the first time I've ever grown it out. So but if I figured experience. I got this long, i got to keep it going for a while. Keep it for the season? Yeah. The whole season? Probably. Okay. I like it. We'll see. No, I, you never know. Yeah. You reserve the right to, to change. I'll yeah. come in here in November and <laughs> have might a buzz cut. Going. Yeah. I might. I've, that's all I've always done. I've always buzz cut my hair, so. Yeah. I, I hear you. It's easier to maintain. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, your off-season goes, I know you said you had rehab and stuff. Did you go anywhere fun, do any, anything vacation-wise? Yeah. we. Uh, my whole family, we went to Mexico uh, and celebrated my parents' 30th uh, wedding anniversary. Awesome. So they wanted to have the whole family go down there, and uh, we spent you know seven days down there, so that was fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I went to a wedding, had a buddy get married, so I went to his wedding um, in Texas. Other than that, though, just you know, hung out. Where do you live in the off season? Uh, Utah. What are some of your your hobbies in Utah? Um, do a lot of a lot of horseback riding, uh, some roping. We do we do a little bit of roping. We rope about once or twice a week, um, and then fish. I like to fish. Good time to fish. So you're patient. Uh, yeah. I feel like you have to be really patient to fish, which <laughs> yeah. I'm not that patient of a person. So it's yeah, it's I'm still not that good because I just started fly fishing a couple years ago. So I'm still just learning. I know Eifert fishes. Have you have yeah. you fished with him at all? No, I've never been with him. Mm-hmm. No. Interesting. You guys both have long hair now, so now it has to happen. Now we might have to. He's a little different though. He's got the mullet. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mullet. His is cooler than mine. I don't know. I don't know about that. man so? buns are in. Man I think mullets are, are like old school. Yeah. I appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. He's got an all pro man bun. Pro Bowl man bun, whatever you want to call it. 
I'll try to take a picture at some point. I should have today when I talked to him. He, he got a kick out of it that I that I told him that's a Pro Bowl man bun, but it is. And so it'll be interesting to see if he really does keep that the whole season. That'll be one of the storylines here on the Locked on Bengals podcast, especially if things go well. We, we can have uh, fun talk, l- loosen up a little bit, loosen up the, uh, the conversations with the guys. And uh, one of them could be the man bun status, if it continues, if the long hair continues or if it doesn't. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for listening this week. I'll be back at it Monday with plenty to discuss. Obviously, if anything breaks over the weekend, we will have it at LockedOnBengals.com. Later today, or if you're listening to this over the weekend, then the recap is already up of day two from training camp at LockedOnBengals.com. There will be videos. Uh, I'll write about camp each and every day I'm here. And it really is going to be, think about it, I'm covering it from a video perspective, a written perspective, and an audio perspective. I'm trying to cover it every single way for you. Again, thank you so much for listening today. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to all the new Twitter followers out there. If you want to follow, you can, at James Rapine on Twitter and at LockedOnBangles. Have a great weekend. Until Monday. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.